Hello, everybody of Facebook world. I am here to hang out with you live on Facebook and behind the scenes on Instagram with Monica Casey. And I can see that your mom and your kid's talking to you. So if you want to yes. go talk to your kid, like go talk to your kid for a I second. Did, I did the. But it worked. She right? went. I know. Well, someone, I said, if somebody calls on mommy's phone, but this was, of course, half an hour ago, I said, you have to let me know because I need my phone back. And then, of course, right. now she's like, someone's calling. And I'm like, tough yeah. shit. Get out. <laughs> well, I don't need it. <laughs> I always thought I would master the, like, the look that parents give their kid and then. The fear, the fear of God, right? That totally. look that our moms, the, my mom would do yeah. this. She would go. That's it. But I think when I do it to my daughter, she just laughs. She thinks it's so hilarious. That's one of the worst things. Like now, we, so your daughter is seven, yes? Seven. Mm -hmm. I have a six-year-old and an 11-year-old. And okay. the 11-year-old is like, I feel like I have no power, but I don't want him to know that because he, he thinks I'm funny. I'm like, that's because I don't beat you. Right, exactly. <laughs> my parents have been like, it's true. Know. Wait, I mean, you just broke the case wide open. That's why our parents, I would get spanked for sure. And maybe even like publicly spanked sometimes. Like there'd be like spankings and then there'd be the threat of like, I'm going to pull down your pants and spank your bare ass. I'm not embarrassing. And that's something to be terrified of. But I mean, yeah, or the wooden spoon. Right. The things that I have to threaten are like, oh, yeah. that's no dessert tonight. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. I'm taking away screen time. Which We're not is buying that Polly Pocket. Yeah. Tomorrow. Like yeah. your your wonderful life, you know. Yeah. It's it's I crazy. Know. So I yeah. feel powerless basically in this whole thing. I and I tried to explain privilege recently and it was so awkward for me because I was like you know, what do they really understand at 7, you know, but they're very smart. Right. But I, it was just like how do I explain what the privilege of your life is without right. sounding like my butthole parents, you know, without it sounding, you know. It would have occurred to me before, like, to look up, this is terrible, I, just to get, like, video on YouTube of, like, starving children and <laughs> natural disasters and, like, right. how some people actually live and be right. like, let's look at this instead of somebody playing games on YouTube. Yes. Let's look at this and see, and, like, maybe you could see that we have it pretty damn good, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Traumatizing. <sighs> Who knows? <laughs> Our parents did not worry about whether we were traumatized or not. No, no. I think it was pretty much the to be seen and not heard and, you know, yeah. Yeah. that it. So yeah. I didn't tell everyone who you are if they don't oh. already know. Who are you? Hello. Okay. <laughs> she's she's in California. She's an actress. She's like a comedian, stand-up comedian, writes sketches, um, and she does co-hosting on the Jeff Lewis show on Sirius XM. Um, tell me a little bit about that job. How'd you get that job? Um, well, it was total nepotism, of course. Nice. Um, I <laughs> hired Jeff Lewis to redesign my house when I was married. Wow. And we stayed friends ever since. And obviously, I was a fan of his show, Flipping Out on Bravo. And yeah, we had such a good time doing it. We've stayed friends. And then when he started doing the radio gig, he's like, you should come on. And then it just kind of happened more and more. And so now, you know, I'm part of his gang of chumps and um, it's pretty fun. And his show, it's, you know, it's just, it's like pop culture. It's the show about nothing. It's like 
his show flipping out, but on the radio. And it's really, it's a good time. And you just kind of feel like you're having brunch with your friends. And, you know, it's not great if kids are in the car, but um, if you're alone, it's very entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) We have Sirius XM in our car and I love it. But, um, but mostly because we listen to Kids Place Live. Do you listen to that station? God, I don't know about that. Maybe I shouldn't. So, Actually, it's it's really good. So okay. the station that is good. Um, okay. It, has, yeah. it like plays music that that we like. And okay. That's a prop. Yeah. It, and and like even some things like it, it plays like ninety grunge that the kid that we know oh, from growing up. That's kids, cool. It's like new, but it also has kids music. But it just has great like hosts that are really funny and so i actually like it and once my kids discover that anytime we're in the car that's the station they want to listen to ah. when they're not in the car i just want silence yes i know it's weird i've just started listening to podcasts mm. during the pandemic and driving and doing things and i just thought wow i'm officially old because normally i would just want to jam out and now i'm listening to podcasts every day Favorite one yeah yeah. What podcast do you like? Um, I love Smartless with Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, mm-hmm. and um, oh my gosh, just Jack White, Sean Hayes. Um, and then I also love Just Ask Tig with Tig Notaro. So good. So, oh. And then, of course, all the, the crime ones. But I think my favorite mm. is literally with Rob Lowe. <laughs> oh, my God. He is so funny. He's he on the is. now, too. We have some yeah. comments here from Lynn. Hi, Lynn. And the Mother Struggle is watching. Um, you guys, do you have favorite podcasts? Tell us in the comments. We need yeah. podcasts to listen to. Yeah, I do all the, the crime things. But I'm always coming to them way like a year after everyone else. Oh, yeah, me too. I think yeah. the first one I listened to was The Root of Evil, which is so good. But I think it was, yeah, like way late in the game. Yeah. The first one I listened to was Serial. And oh yeah. Every like six months I Google what happened, like what's going on with Adnan Syed. And I don't know. I think he's still in prison. But <laughs> and Natasha says she's true crime obsessed. Natasha. Yes, right. girl. It's some it's like if you need people to si- solve crimes, get yourself some moms because totally. Sometimes people are lying. Mm-hmm. We're ourselves and we listen yep. to true crime. Totally. Yeah. It's true. Totally. Uh, the mother struggle says she listens to the darkest hour by Bailey. Okay, I'm gonna have to write that down. Yeah. Yep. Now Always I'm looking for. <laughs> I know a lot of people that wear their AirPods around the house, and when they're like home with their family and they're cooking dinner, they listen to podcasts and stuff. I cannot get that to work. Have you tried that? Oh, AirPods in my ear. Well, no, I can. I like AirPods. Oh, listen while you're around the house. Like when other humans are here, no, needing things. No, I can't there's no up. way. Also, I wouldn't be able to concentrate, or you'd get maybe two minutes right. into it, and then somebody needs something. Yeah, right. And it's so distracting, and then you have to like go back and you. Yeah, yeah. So I nope. wish I could have that skill, but I don't. I also it's- can't do it on an airplane. There's something about being Ooh. stuck, looking at a wall the whole mm-hmm. time. I need the the car to be moving or something. I can't listen to audio books or podcasts on an airplane. It's so weird. I don't know. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, used to try to run and I had a rule, like I made myself, I could only listen to the podcast when I was running to like motivate Mm -hmm. 
run and want to hear more, but after, you know, I gave that up because running. <laughs> you gave it up. Yeah, I, I gave up the running. <laughs> and the running. That doesn't seem natural at all. Who needs that? Yeah. Um, Lynn, oh, Lynn is saying, what's the best podcast app? I don't know. I just use um, I just go to Apple. Yeah, the little. And do you know this is actually a podcast? This Mom Cave Mom Live. Cave podcast. Yep, it's called Mom Cave Live. It's on oh. iTunes. And um, it takes me a little while because I'm a mom and I will like put this on iTunes in, in a couple yeah. of days. Sure. So, I just realized we're in a podcast talking about podcasts. Amazing. Mm -hmm. The Matrix. It's weird. Like, um, that reminds me of something crazy I saw on TikTok. I this there's there's a man who makes this great argument. I don't believe it, of course, but that AI is like the the the, the apocalypse, like the, mm -hmm. the Christian book of Revelation. He thinks it's AI. So uh -huh. the Antichrist is AI, and I got sucked into that one night. So then I saw. Oh the, my god! Yeah. Now the algorithm so that. Crazy. And the AI apocalypse and the dewormings have now right. taken over your TikTok. Right. So TikTok thinks I am just um oh, yeah. a mess. They're like, this lady is in it to go down the vortex <laughs> of garbage. Like, I want to see weird things. Break them off. I love it. Mine's boring. It's just like people doing dance videos. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of dance videos, but no. Yeah, which I, I've never attempted. I don't know. Though. It would probably take me a week to do a, a 30 second something. I saw a really cute one. You know, Barbara Corcoran, she's on Shark Tank now. Mm -hmm. She did a TikTok trying to do one of the dances and it was so cute because, you know, she she basically was like, I'm old, I can't figure this out. And yeah, I love it. It was very Perfect. cute. Oh, and I saw Brooke Shields do one. Oh, crazy. Hmm. I don't know. So Lynn says she's an Android user. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. No. They've got to have a just Google. That's, yeah, someone Podcasts. else. Talking. Tell Lynn. Tell Lynn what to use on an Android. I don't help know. her. Help Lynn. Um, yeah. So are you working on any big projects right now? Um, I did just shoot a movie for Amazon, but um, I don't know anything or whatever I can say about Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm working on a scripted show about, you know, my journey, um, life after divorce, you know, wow. and again, you know how it takes forever to get anything done in this town, but yeah. working on that. Um, and then as like a cool. side gig during, you know, the Rona, I've sort of just started help organizing for people and that's been really fun. And well, what kind of organizing? Like, like their lives? Homes? Well, that, yeah, all, it's all, it's well, all hand in hand. It's so related. <laughs> People's kitchens and bathrooms and pantries. And I've done like Zooms just like this where wow. I tell people to break out the garbage bags and then I just sort of like nicely shame them into, you know, letting go of things and, you know, just getting their lives a little bit more streamlined. I don't know. Oh, that's really interesting. And it, and it happened because of Jeff. He just asked me to come over and do his house one day. And I was like, really? okay. And then he's just sort of pimped me out to everybody since then. You've got to do a house tour and show everyone your organization someday. I know. I mean, I had to get back on it because I organized everything during lockdown. But then, yep. you know, nine months later, your drawers, everything's full again. It's really, that's where like the spring cleaning, you know, phrase came yeah. from. You have to just 
like once, twice a year, preferably go through. I just did my daughter's room and all of that. And that was like nine bags to the Goodwill. Okay. You know. Did you do it while she was there? Yes, but the oh, trick is, is I gotta tell you. doing it with somebody else. So my friend okay. Natasha was there with us and she mm -hmm. sort of worked with her and I was just the garbage bag Sherpa. Okay. So That's as soon as something went in, I was out the door. Like That's no, cool. no letting it sit there for tomorrow to revisit. No, yeah. I am the bad mom, at least with my youngest. She's not at that point where she can even comprehend letting go of a yeah. McDonald's toy or something. So yeah. like I, she's not home. Then I go through yeah. the room and I think mm -hmm. once in a while I've forgotten to take that bag right out or put it in the garbage and she finds the thing. And then I'm like, yeah, busted. Mom, totally busted. Oh, busted. Totally busted because I threw away the McDonald's toy. Yeah. I mean, and I remember that's, you know, I, I think my mom got away with that until I was about 12. Okay. And then I came home one day and it was like she'd given away the cat, you know, and I'm like, okay, now I'm not <laughs> no, no. noticing. I gave away live things. You gave away my cat. Yeah, not live things. Yeah. No. Oh, well, yeah, the kids' rooms are really hard to organize. Um, I had to organize my house because during COVID, my husband is a musician. He tours. Okay. And he wasn't touring during COVID. So his band, you know, was staying home. They recorded on online and stuff, but he wasn't working and we needed some way to replace that income. So we started renting our house out. Oh, um, nice. We have a cool house. It's a modern house. It's on 40 acres and it's in a kind of resort area. Cool. I know it's crazy. I never thought I would move to the country, but we're in this sort of resorty area people go to for the weekends and stuff. So we started leaving our house and going to stay with my in-laws mm -hmm. or um, camping or just, you know, going somewhere for the weekend right. and renting our house. And that, but to make your house into an Airbnb and like depersonalize it right. um, has really made me have to be really, really strict about these things. I'm like, mm -hmm. we can't have more than we can fit in, you know, in the toy closet to put away. When yeah. Yeah. You have to get really strict. Natasha cool. watching. She says, take no shit and always let them know you're happy to throw it all away if they're too tired <laughs> to do their stuff. Okay. That, yeah. That's a good tactic. I like that. Yep. You know what? Another tactic that works for my older kid, he, when I told him he could, he could have a, a yard sale and sell some of his toys. Oh yeah. And then he did it and he actually made like $30 or something in a few hours. He now wants to do it all the time. Right. So, He's like, let's just sell everything. You don't yeah. need this, mom. Yeah. Which is great because <laughs> yeah. get rid of the stuff. It's so true. motivating. You got a taste of that sweet, sweet money. Yeah. It's always about the financial motivation. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I jump around a lot in conversation because that's how I am. So jumping back a second to the show about your post-divorce life. Is that... Yeah. Is that um, fictitious is it biographical is it a reality show is it a comedy it's like all of it in one comedy fiction but of course always some reality thrown in there yeah, yeah exactly i i like to think of it as um schitt's creek meets dead to me oh. you know it's just a really fun gal pal situation and um yeah we'll see what happens Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. 
And then I saw something else you made online that was really funny. I saw your your M O M. Oh, mom! Wow. Oh my gosh! So I wrote that with a friend um, when we were both breastfeeding, and um, I'm grabbing my outlet because, of course, my my um, computer's about to die. Um, we were breastfeeding, and we wanted to create because we were both stuck at home and she knew how to play the guitar and I said I have this really funny idea like what if we did a sketch about moms that wanted to did like a pyramid scheme selling their breast milk and so from there we met you know a couple of times and then we got all of our friends together as you do when you're you know a mom and shooting things on a budget and we um we shot it in, I want to say one day, and it was so much fun. It's really it fun. fun. My Thank favorite you. part is where there's like a, a drone, a drone will come pick up your breast milk. Yes, we called it the Mamazon drone. And I feel like, you know, this was like seven years ago. I mean, Amazon was a thing, but it wasn't. But I think it was even before they made the joke about the Amazon drones. Yeah, I, you were like a visionary. And Amazon right? moms coming together. <laughs> totally. Um, I made a bunch of videos in, in the, the beginning of this whole journey um, called Double Leche. And they were about funny moments in breastfeeding. Mm. That was fun. Um, there's so much comedy around breastfeeding. <sighs> right? Because it's such a taboo for some people. And I mean, I think it's funny. I was always like, before I had a kid, like, ew, breastfeeding, I'm not going to do it. And then, of course, I did. And it ended up going way longer than I had anticipated. Because once it's hard to stop, you know, or there's you get scared, you're like, it's going to hurt, my boobs are going to fall off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it takes my my youngest, if I would have not stopped her, she'd still be breastfeeding. And she started grade yesterday. Um, so yeah, we had to like, come to a point with her and we planned this whole thing. We said, on a certain day, we're going to have the farewell to Milky party. Cause that's- Oh, nice. Did she call it, that's what you called it, Milky? So we were like, it's going to be a farewell to Milky party. And we got her like a feather boa and a tiara oh. and we had a cake and we said farewell to Milky. That is awesome. It, it was, it, it kind of worked. Like she then knew after that, that it's not something she should do. And she would still like, if she was sick or something, she'd still try but yeah, it wasn't like an everyday thing. Mm -hmm. My daughter still, so my daughter called it boo boo. Aww. And when she was little, like if I hadn't been around her for a few hours and she would come, she'd go boo boo. <laughs> and then, um, but every now and again, she'll hug me and she'll go, I smell milk. <laughs> and I'm like, Ew. like, lady, you drank it all. There's no more than yeah, she's so now right. I think she just, my smell to her is milk. Yeah. So. I mean, and it's funny, but it's it's also adorable and wonderful, and it, that's yeah. like comfort. I now my mom didn't breastfeed me because it was the seventies, and she didn't do that. But right. like now that you say smell, like I can right now bring up my mom's smell. I know my mom's smell. Interesting. You know? like, and it's just of like if I if my mom was right here and I was hugging her, this yeah, is because she has a specific mom. smell. Yeah, and like oh. you have such a physical connection if if you have a good mother child relationship. Yeah. I'm in my mid-40s and I know my mother's smell. That's weird. What good? That is, yeah. I think my mom said she gave me six months of the boob, but 
I don't. I don't think we have the bond, the same bond that you two. Do. Oh, you can't smell. <laughs> you can't smell your mom when she. I don't have a. She doesn't have a smell. I'm not attached. <laughs> well, I hope that if if our kids think we smell, it's like a good smell. I think so for sure. I mean, yeah, they love us. We're perfect. We're, we're perfect, and that's <laughs> we're a perfect. Great note to end on that we're perfectly not perfect. Um, yep. I could talk to you much, much longer, but we have lives to lead. And you've got a kid that is being so good. And mine have to go to bed. So I'm going to share this on all the places. And I'm so happy to introduce you to my mom cavers because you're so funny. Thank you. Thank you for being here. That's great. Thanks for having me. We'll talk again. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye, everyone.